Welcome to the Frozen Fingers podcast, where we turn sled dog adventures and the challenges of moving to a foreign land into funny and uplifting stories. Grab your mittens, a steaming cup of coffee, and let's hit the yeah, trails. Yeah, hi and welcome. And now I did not check which number podcast this is, and Kairi can show her skills. Thirteen. Thir- your favorite number. Oh, okay. And we quit now. And thank you for... Li- <laughs> Daily news. What's up? Actually, we have video podcast today again, so you can see our sleepy faces because today we started quite early. And why is that, my lady? I don't know. What kind of reasons do you want me to list that you we have to did go? We not practice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no. Wait, wait, wait. I have no training today. But why did we have to do so early? You know that. Come on. We are going to Taco Fest. Yes. Talk yes. about Taco Fest. <laughs> Uh, we live in a very cool uh, village and here people stick together and uh, twice a year we have this l- party that is called Taco Fest and we have to go there and chop uh, things, cucumbers and salads. <laughs> and, and it's and not uh, actually f- fest like festival because fest means party in uh, Swedish. So it's yeah, taco so we party. gather around, listen taco to bito. music. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds quite nice in Estonian. Taco bito. Taco bito. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why uh, we uh, woke up quite early for Saturday. But it, actually not Do like you want to save uh, time? We, we I was waking. up at 7. I was yes. up actually, first time I was up 4.40. Because my body uh, was uh, quite uh, sure that it's a work day. But so I decided, oh, I'm going to sleep a little more. But at 7 I was already... Because your head was aching, I think your body has uh, started to eat breakfast at the same time. Actually, the first sandwich I'm eating is 4.55, I think. I don't know how you do it. And the second sandwich (laughs) is about 7. (laughs) And the third, no, no, I don't have the third sandwich. So that's why we woke up a little bit early. Today at 11, we have to be at our village. Yes, House. and we are uh, recording today our Estonian podcast too uh, with our kids, so our parents can see us and kids. So for the Estonians, it's a cool podcast, and for the foreign people who don't speak Estonian, it's a white noise to you. If you <laughs> want it, <laughs> you can have yes. it. But we have another cool uh, daily weekly news too. <laughs> uh, yesterday I was in the coop, the place where chicken coop, live, like the store. No, it's called Coop. The place where chicken live is Coop. Just a chicken house. Yeah, chicken house. And I was uh, putting fresh water. It's cold outside, so we had to check a couple of times in a day if uh, water is frozen or not. So I was there and I heard a strange noise. The rooster's noise. I don't know the word in English. Uh, I, I know the word. <laughs> Precisely, but it was not like so clear. It was strange, and I was facing towards our rooster. Actual rooster. Uh, yes, and he didn't. He Timothy. wasn't. Timothy. He wasn't making a noise. He was being a coward. He was uh, hiding himself because he's afraid of me now. I don't know why. Oh, I, man. Yes, I finally <laughs> am the alpha male in the chicken. <laughs> so I turned around and. <laughs> All the chicken were living their normal life, and then I started to stare, and then I saw our chicken Yuku. 
he was doing she, uh, she formerly she formerly she i'm she. gonna describe <laughs> for a second formerly she and uh, she uh, it looked like uh, furry fluff ball white chicken with really fluffy we call her the it the polar chicken but it turned out he's the rooster he's a dude yeah he's dude <laughs> so we are in our chicken house we are living very modern life because some of them decides to change they their have gender satellite and tv couches no they are just they uh, woke up uh, one day and they feel they are and it's funny because uh, yuku has always been the the last one in everything because yeah, omega uh, male. He, if you he, have she, alpha male, then you have omega male. He or she has a little bit faulty legs or wrong grown legs. They face towards each other and he's uh, not been able to do all those chicken stuff. And I don't know, maybe it's the breeding, but she does not fly too much. So she cannot get to the higher points of the coop. Yes. Not Ika, but cool. La ladders <laughs> or we have those uh, chicken... Sticks. Uh, sticks, yeah. <laughs> <Chicken> sti <laughs> so sticks no. sounds like something yeah. from KFC. <laughs> yeah. But she uh, now turned about, thought that it's now better to be a male, so... I, I made a little adjustment. I put him with Preet, our hopefully chicken, in the same small box in, uh, in a coop. Maybe now it felt like he's the boss now. Because Chimati was in another section in our uh, And chicken. we have nine birds. The main rooster, who is afraid of everything. He, and he's the biggest pussy in the world. And then now really we have big. some hybrid chicken rooster thing. Then we have Preet and a lot of other chickens. So, what I a gang. So, we, I have, I have one funny story too, too. As now I work in a, my daily job is to work in a totally Swedish language environment. So I'm pushing the hardest to uh, put up and, and uh, not to fall behind with the Swedish there. Some things already now start to come automatically. The small, easy Svensk talk. And as it comes already so automatically, my brain starts to fool around. So. I don't know why, but the last two days I have been adding Estonian words in the middle of Swedish sentences. <laughs> and it's, I'm just You're like Yuko. Like Yuko. So, some hybrid guy. Yes. Sven, it's Svenstonian. Svenstonian. again. And I have no idea why, but it's crazy to learn a language. But everybody in the work, they are really, really uh, helpful and kind to me. And they wait as I figure out what the hell I need to and I'm going to say so. And some Estonian words are actually quite similar to a Swedish ones. So I usually mess up this. But yeah, welcome to the language learning world. <clears throat> yeah, yesterday I had to call to doctor because Kristen's throat was very red still. And I wanted to be sure, can he, can he go to school next week or not? So I called to the hospital and uh, I tried to speak Swedish. And then this lady who was really nice started to laugh. I can speak you in English. And, and it's and the worst. Yes. It's the worst feeling. I, 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 I cannot imagine <laughs> the worst feeling in language learning. <laughs> <laughs> you try, you're like, oh, oh I'm going to nail my Swedish now. And you're really happy. And you're like, yeah, th this is it. This is me speaking <laughs> Swedish. And then you start seeing that the other part is like 
kind of getting more confused, confused, and he's like, oh, and he res responds to you in English, and that's the worst <laughs> feeling ever. Uh, have had it a couple yes, of times. But this time ten. I didn't feel bad because it was about Kristen's health, and I didn't want, I wanted to be sure that I will understand everything, but I had written out the words, hast, Hast. Nei, hast. Horse. Nei, inte hast. Hals. Hals är röd. Hals är röd. Han har ont om han sväljar. So I read No, no, no. Stop it. Stop it. You call the doctor. I'm sorry. My horse is red. No, I told that. No wonder he went to English. No, now I was. Now I'm going to talk. Now I'm going to talk about this story. It was three weeks ago. My neighbor, uh, we just had a small You chat. ruined. I didn't tell the horse to the doctor. Yeah. And yeah, of I course you did not. No, wait, you did and not. And if I went to the hospital, then I talked to a doctor full time Swedish and I didn't. Did you bring the horse? No, I didn't. Who was talk, red. No, I didn't talk about red horses. Okay. But I, no, I believe you. Yes, I believe you. <laughs> If you are watching the video, you can see. I how, believe her. Uh, yeah, how Martin is. No, my story. It was a, a small chat with my neighbor, and he. We started out. Now I'm. Every time I say something which belongs to a song, then I start singing it. It's we started out. I don't know. Okay, I forgot. Failed. Yeah. Failed you, this you, one. You should. Here's sing. the thing. We started Without out friends. friends. Yep. <laughs> so. We started out with a small chat and then it went on and on. And sometimes the Swedish people, they don't care anymore that we don't speak that so much. That they forget because we No, can, they don't uh... care. So, <laughs> and uh, then he started speaking really fast and really complicated. And I was just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then he said, okay, I got to go now. And uh, we went to manage our own businesses. And then I was thinking, hmm, the story ending had two versions. First one is that his tractor is broken. But the other version that I could imagine that something happened in the city called Umeå. No, so you had three. Actually, you had three. Is the tractor broken? Will he buy a new tractor? Yeah, yeah, or course. something happened in Umeå? In Umeo. a city called Umeå. Yeah. And that describes this <laughs> language learning part. Now we every time uh, make fun of uh, this. If you don't understand something in Swedish, we say, ah, oh, was it about tractor or oh. something happened in Umeå? Let's get to the topic. <laughs> yes. Kairi's favorite topic. I don't know if it's my favorite, but as it's Christmas time, it's December. And last time we told we have to make shorter podcasts in this month because we don't have so much time. So we thought we will talk to you where to find time for such a time consuming hobby. I'm just going to say I don't have the time. <laughs> but you can tell. How do you find the time? It's a... Uh, for the part that now I have a full-time job, it's that uh, when Kairi has the time, when I go, it's all about training days. The ordinary days, they are not so difficult when uh, it's a resting day, but it's a training day. I come home about four o'clock, ah, more or less. If you begin your work day yeah, in, the in, in the morning. And, uh, and then I come home at four o'clock. And when I start from the routine to going to actual training from the zero, then it takes about, for just me alone, then it takes about one and a half hour, get the sled, get the dogs, give them uh, a little bit uh, drinks and snacks before training, harness them, booty them, and all these little parts. In the middle, it takes about one and a half hour. So 
here comes the help, my super handler Kairi help, that uh, she, now we try this new system that she starts preparing the dogs and when I come home, I'm, it's like a professional athlete that everything is done already, it's for me just to grab a quick drink of coffee and then uh, get the jacket on and uh, the dogs are all already ready and just to clip them up to the lines and here I go. It would be super easy if I were a stay-at-home wife, but I'm not. I am also working, not full-time, but partly. And She's sometimes also outside. <laughs> no, but this means that we really have to make our schedules, the daily agendas very precise. Sometimes, minute by minute, actually. Actually, yeah, it is sometimes minute by minute because like I have Wednesday shorters, then it's easier. We agree that if I end my Wednesday's workday, I go straight outside, I prepare the dogs, then Martin comes. Uh, hopefully, I have had time to prepare something for lunch because I and have to eat too. Not, then <laughs> I'm not well, going to eat because I'm a helpless Yeah, of helpless course, man. but I have to eat too, so I have prepared usually something to Lucky eat. Me. And on Fridays, I have free from my work, so... Again, I have time, but sometimes if Martin says, oh, I should go to the training in Mondays or something, then I will like skip for one hour from my work. But after I have helped Martin, I will go inside and uh, do it and later. The work, and the work means that Kairi works from home. She's not coming from 10 kilometers yes, distance yes. with the car, helps me and goes back to work. The, her work is from yeah, home. Yeah, I open my computer and do stuff. Watch, because watch, I watch am... YouTube and read news. <laughs> no, no, no. I work in marketing and communication, yes. so I mainly use my phone and uh, computer to make our my job. And most of the people don't know even that I work from abroad. So And you so use good. your skill to talk overwhelmingly a lot. Yes, yes. This is my job. But got, this is actually... This is a savior part for me, because if Kyrie would have a job in the future where she would not speak so much, then all the pressure is going to be held on me. It's going to lay on me and I would be, I, I can't even finish the sentence. I was, I'm horrified already. And shout out to all my colleagues who really miss me in the office because I'm not talking nobody, all the time. Nobody misses you in the but office, they screaming, are laughing. Big, and they are being nice. Are <laughs> but being I nice. read from one book that every office needs a, a person like this. So, uh, yes. Was this book made by you? Uh, no, <laughs> but, I, but maybe I should write a book about uh, why uh, people need someone like me. But in wh the what do you think? Who do you need in office? What persons? One who's like you? Mm -hmm. Overwhelmingly loud. And one what else? who is uh, quiet. And but you need this. It's a superhero and a villain. Ah, so yeah, which villain. one are you? Are you a villain? I think I'm villain because I'm, I'm taking <laughs> the time from others. But no, and then let's you need not... this quiet superhero who calms you down. And this is me. Yes, so we work perfectly. <laughs> yes. So actually it's uh, quite uh, funny. We live in Swedish Lapland where there is no people or stuff. And you could imagine... What? No people and uh, yes, no traffic and stuff. It's really calm and quiet. And you could just think that, oh, you live like this 
calm and uh, relaxed life, but actually... Not with sled dogs. No, actually, I feel like it's some kind of executive, uh, like CEO's life that you have. You wake up in the morning, you you start like 6.40 in the morning and the next oh, time I you have... Oh, I would be lucky to start no, 6.40. Yeah, but next time you have like free time for yourself is 10 o'clock in the night because all the other like minute-wise time is prepared. And when we have a sled dog training day... A sled dog training day, not just a dog training <laughs> the day. Sled dog. Then it's actually nothing else. It's our work, these survival businesses that you have to go to the toilet and eat something. And then the other household responsibilities, they are laid on the other days. So when we think about when would be a spare moment, it's not like, oh, in a couple of hours or tomorrow. We sometimes think, hmm, after two weeks, there should be one day off for us. And it's not a joke. It's the way it is. But we're not complaining because I'm the person that if I have too much free time, then I'm annoying. The word is annoying. He's really annoying if uh, he has too much free time. So, yes, this uh, works actually for us to be super busy. And I think the environment that surrounds us, the quietness, the nature, the snow, even the darkness helps to calm down, helps to get the, give a balance. Get between, out of the system for a yeah, second. Yeah, the balance because you are busy, 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 but everything outside, it usually is the environment around you makes you, how do you say? like I'm going to say that, that. Distract you, but here our environment supports us I'm, to calm down. I had an idea that uh, why we still feel quite rested sometimes. It's that uh, point when you actually have a rest this one or two hours in some weeks, then it it's actually charges your batteries, the environment here. So if we would live in a really busy neighborhood area, then I think it, you would not be able to relax so much. Yes. And I have uh, started out this uh, system that if, if I feel really tired, I will go and sleep during the day, even for a half hour, then I rest yeah. half hour and... It, it's an half hour. Martin, I'm going upstairs <laughs> for 10 minutes, one hour later. <laughs> no, but you minutes. have to sleep during no, the day you if you feel... Uh, sled dog people sleep at summer. N- yes, you can sleep on a sled. Yeah, yeah, and fall off. And once again, we... Uh, we can talk about this. We had uh, listeners' questions. How do we spend time together? It's on the sled. Yesterday. Yes. We had a double sled. Double sled, single date. Last time you told we are making sing, uh, double dates, but we are not. We are making just dates. But now it's double sled, so it's double something sl- double anyway. Something double anyway. Martin wanted to train with 14 dogs, but still it's too dangerous to go alone with 14 no, dogs. No, now I actually have kind of grip. Because the snow no, scooters, kind of no, the snow scooters, the snow scooters are starting to move and uh, packing the trail. But as Kairi said, kind of grip is not enough. Because if there is even a slight possibility of a dangerous mistake, we're not going to take any risks. And one part, it's I have been telling this in previous podcasts too. But uh, one part of our trail, which is about 500 meters up to one kilometer from our house, it's really bumpy. And there you cannot have speed because otherwise 
you have two options. I'm gonna fall or I'm going to break. Uh, well, you think you don't break need the, the speed. The dogs have another opinion. They are like flying. That's why it is dangerous. So uh, yesterday, I still wanted to go out with 14 dogs. We don't want to use the ATV as a safety measure for the first kilometer anymore. So I took Kyrie as a heavy weight in the back. <laughs> You're, what are you? Three, four hundred kilos, something like that. <laughs> and uh, then it went actually quite well and uh, it was quite interesting run for me we did just a short run because uh, uh 20, short 20. Tw it's it's 20k and uh, the kids were left at home so we did not want to be out for too long but it was they wanted because they were in xbox and playing uh it was a funny ride for me because I had the radio on all the time. <laughs> Usually when I go out with the sled, then uh, it's complete silence. With the ATV, it's just the ATV motor, but with the sled, it's nothing. It's just this... It's the sled rubbing against the snow and you can hear dogs panting like <laughs> a little bit. But yesterday, the whole 20k, I had my radio on. But this is the radio. You cannot choose the channel. It's, <laughs> you get what you get and it's non-stop well, it was really important because yesterday I had a meeting with Gold of Lapland and uh, they introduced us a great new project. We can participate, hopefully. And I was talking to you about this. And I was listening everything. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I heard and I listened and I paid attention. Do you have something more to say yeah. before we wrap up this cool episode? Yeah, I want to say that yesterday I understood again, I think, that... The reason why Martin loves the sled dog ride is this is actually so technical. I was, maybe we should explain how I was with you. We had 14 dogs, then it was Martin's sled and I was, my sled was attached to Martin's sled. So it was dogs and two sleds. I was behind and Martin was uh, telling me now turn this, now jump. Jump no, off the sled. No, not off she the didn't. sled. But if there is a bumpy uh, part, you have to it's like move uh, your body like mountain your skiing. mountain skiing. Yep. So, and it was so technical and it was so fun. Actually, you didn't know uh, Martin is now comes the tree. And I had to explain that the purpose is not to hit the tree. Yes. Because the radio was on all the time and I could. You even <laughs> told now, now wait, it's technical part. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and uh, what do you guess? Did she shut up? No, about 10 seconds. She continued. I'm like, wait, I need to concentrate. And the dogs... Uh, there are some parts when they could turn off the trail. So maybe Kyrie says something that the dogs think that it's a command for turning. And then we end up in some whatever place. So as you can understand, we had really fun. But yes, the best radio never stops. Best radio. But this is like, I think most of people imagine who has never been on the sled or has just seen it on TV. You think you are just standing on the sled and nothing happens. But... But the parts, the turnings, the pumps, it's so but thrilling. But this, is the, inter this no. is the interesting part that for the let's take races at Femont, there are tens of tens of kilometers, sometimes just open field area in the mountains. And then you get sometimes a little bit bored because it's pretty much nothing to do. It's yeah, it's a beautiful view and the dogs and all that. But let's be honest. How long can you take how in there? Hours and hours, just nothing to do, just standing, stopping for a minute giving some snacks and then continuing and this part is cool but if i would imagine that it's 400 kilometers only just 
standing do, doing nothing then it not would be so fun so it's actually quite awesome to like maneuver through the trees and uh, through these pumps and maybe some frozen lakes and uh, rivers and all those creeks and this is really cool yeah but one thing more what I realized, of course, it's Martin the fourth has... time you say one thing more. Yes, but Normal. how good headlamp you have to have. Martin has his predator, predator, lupina lamp that is like an. It's. I'm gonna need a commercial time now. Lupina Pico Four. Yeah, it's. I think the best uh, headlamp you have, and it's I quite have. Nice. I have a good headlamp too, but compared to uh, Lupina, I was like uh, having a candle <laughs> on my forehead, and then at one point I went to the front, and then Martin said that now you have to observe is something happening with dogs, and I tried to use my headlamp, but if you have fourteen dogs. My headlamp showed maybe the four. <laughs> okay, now I'm going to tell you the true story. <clears throat> I'm going to hold your hand. This is going to be a tough one. If you're watching this on uh, YouTube, if you are our patron. The real story. Now, it's like... Uh, <laughs> no, but my lamp, but Lupina is better. But now you can continue. The real story. Yes. Kairi has a really good headlamp, Black Diamond, and it's a really good one. But... She has no idea how to use it. It has a couple of different buttons, which do a couple of different things. And if you press all at once or too much, then it dims down the light. Then it uh, puts some other uh, blue profiles red. on. And then I was telling her, <laughs> put the light more so you could see the dogs. And then it starts coming red, green, blue, <laughs> one light, one light there, one light back. And then we ended up just using my light. No, actually we stopped. Then you uh, came from the back uh, sled to help to You really want adjust. to talk about that. Yes, <laughs> and then you came to adjust my lamp. And uh, then, although I was heavily on the brakes, you with but your 50 I kilos. 50 kilos. So, uh, and the sled stops if dogs want to. But if they are tired they, of they staying. Are, they are. Uh, capable of waiting about 20 seconds yes. and I was not quick enough and then they pulled off <laughs> and, <laughs> and I was like uh, on on my body weight uh, on the brakes and, and it Martin was nothing. and it was no it slowed them down so Martin had to run it was like a team I don't know if you are from other countries uh, everybody knows I was always the Hannibal when I we yeah, played but this it as was kids. this uh, moment that, like where the bus uh, starts to drive and who has to murder or someone always had to jump on the bus when it was riding so Martin was like this. do you know who was the bus driver BA <sighs> and course who sat on the front on the right Hannibal Okay. And uh, Face or Murdoch was the one who had to Ooh, run. Uh, you, you married were. well, you married well. That was a nice yeah, one. Yes, so Martin had to run. No, jump. I jumped on your sled, not oh, to yeah. miss my sled. So <laughs> I was hanging in the back, nowhere to stand. Were, uh, like uh, looking behind or something. Then Because I got stuck under you with my mittens. Okay, so, so the sled started. So oh, it was, we, this is the way we spend time together and... This is messing fun. things up. So we're now going to wrap up this podcast as we're going to wrap up some Christmas presents in the future. Thank you for listening. This was us talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> goodbye. And hey, though. Was it? No, it's thank Thank you. Goodbye. No. Thank you. Hey, though. And yep. this was the Frozen Fingers podcast. See you next week. <laughs>